This is Anderson Cooper reporting. Uh, tonight we have some news uh, out of the ACC. Duke has secured a massive victory uh, over Notre Dame at home, and in the waning minutes of the uh, of the game against Clemson and Louisville, uh, it seems that the Clemson Tigers will hold on. Uh, Wolf, you've you've got something. You're you're breaking in. Beep, 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 beep. Hello, Anderson. Uh, that's right. We've got a. Uh, we're ready to make a, an important projection. Now, many of our viewers at home will think we're ready to project that Clemson is indeed about to beat Louisville, and we are ready to project that. But, but Anderson, based on the games left in the schedule, and based on the results so far with Duke leading by one game, I am now CNN is now ready to project that the Duke University men's basketball team has won the ACC regular season title. Isn't that not a thing, Wolf? No, it's a thing. It's definitely a thing, and people who say it isn't a thing are, are being weird. Oh, okay. All right, well, that yeah, that went well. <laughs> <laughs> I Our thought that was really good. We did a really good skit there. <laughs> My very first cold open. The problem is you need music after a cold uh, open right. to transition. Hey, it's the Cameron Lazies, everybody. Episode what? Number 20-something? 28, I think. Okay. Uh, wow. Uh, Duke just beat the ever-loving Papple Oh, man, that hell. was fun. That was so fun. That was the most fun. I think just like the straight, like just loving life watching that game uh, of the whole year. It was awesome. Uh, Notre Dame came in. Aaron, we were just talking yeah, about yeah. it. They came in playing pretty good ball. Um, only six and seven in the ACC, but their last five, uh, they beat Wake. They beat Georgia Tech. They beat Pitt, which was impressive. Then they went to Clemson and beat Clemson, which Duke didn't do. And it looks very much like Louisville's not going to do right now. So their last, and then the UVA at UVA losing by one in a game that I think went to like four overtimes and still was only uh, <laughs> oh. fi- fifty to forty nine. But yeah, so they came in and playing well, and we just absolutely beat the piss out of them. Yeah, uh, beat the Catholic piss out of them, if I may say. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna follow up on that or engage uh, in any way with your, uh, your anti papism, uh, which. <laughs> Is ironic coming from Shane Patrick Ryan. Yeah, I come from papal people, uh, so I can say this. That uh, but perhaps Irish papal people. Yeah, that's uh, that's presumed Implied. by the name. Yeah, no. yeah, absolutely. Okay. So yeah, it was. Uh, this was pure domination. This was great. Um, I, I think. Uh, well, let's deal with the, the first half real quick. Okay. Um, there were definitely moments where um, we should have pulled away. Uh, we got a little lazy with the ball. Uh, uh, and on defense, I think, but still ended up, I, I think you said that we should have been up more than 10 at the half. I thought 10 was, was about right, uh, for the way that we had played. Uh, we now have breaking news that Clemson has in fact defeated Louisville. Boom, boom. Well done, Tiger. Yes. That's a one game lead, uh, in the ACC now for Duke in the loss column. Right. So they, that would, that puts Louisville at, uh, at twelve and three. Twelve and three, and we are twelve we are, and two. So we're a, we, okay, a, a half game, game behind them, but yes. we're up in the loss column, which is the big thing. Yeah, that's a half game lead. Yeah, and they still uh they still have to play Florida State. Our schedule is much easier. I actually do stand behind Wolf's prediction. You do? Yeah. I, I really still worry about the two state games, but mm-hmm. uh I'm um this is not the time. And and also of course the Carolina game. Uh 
and I guess the Virginia game too. But this is not really the time. <laughs> yeah, oh shit, shit, I'm worried about all of them. I got to tell you, folks, Aaron came into the house and he was like, I love this. It was the most optimistic this, and joyful I've ever seen Aaron in association with a uh, with a Duke men's basketball game. This was a really happy, um, it was a really happy second half. Um, oh my God. The, the first half, uh, like I said, uh, we did well. 10 felt about right uh, as the lead. Uh, Vernon Carey was playing unstoppable uh, ball down low. Um, we were getting contributions from from our key guys. Uh, Trey had a, a good first half too. I think uh, had thirteen in the first half, while while Vern had the had sixteen in the first half, which what that's twenty nine, and I guess we scored forty two. So uh, yeah, that was good chunk. That was that was you know the team that we have come to expect right our our guys our our key guys doing well I think uh, Wendell didn't score uh, any points in in that half but uh, uh, and, and of course Cassius Stanley was out but uh, um, you know kind of a, a Duke season type performance in the first half yeah where you're happy but you're yeah. like ah it was just so, yeah. and the reason I said. You're totally right that it was a deserved 10-point lead. It was just that there were those stretches of, like, the first one, I think there were three turnovers in a row, and they, they brought it back from 10 to, like, two. Then we really started putting the pedal to the metal, and then we had another, like, just a defensive lapse where suddenly they had, like, three wide-open dunks, and it felt like without those, it could have been a crazy, crazy lead. Right. It could have been, like, uh, someone brought up uh, the half we played against Clemson in the Battier season where we scored, like, 60 points and a half, and it was just, like... Just an absolute throttling, and it felt like that was almost there in the first half. So ten was like, oh god, it just so tantalizing because you want to put the game away. Ariana, who can't be here tonight, she's unfortunately sick. Um, we haven't kicked her out of the podcast, and she hasn't quit. You'll be happy to know. It would definitely be her quitting and not us <laughs> kicking her out. I don't know. I might turn tyrant. What do you think? Uh, oh, <laughs> I can. I could not possibly imagine that happening. <laughs> If you ever, um, if you ever listen to Lazy's podcast and Ariana is gone and Aaron's just like, I agree, good point, Shane, <laughs> over and over. It's not me. I'll I'll send like a signal through the podcast to know that it's not okay. Uh, what what what'll it be? Well, oh, but, I guess I can't tell you. I'll tell no. I'll tell them separately what you know, kind of the the safe words are. Are they? Uh, I just um, like the idea of me after being like, Aaron, you towed the line very well. I don't know why you said the word banana so so often. But. The game was banana. <laughs> You're like banana, banana, banana. Don't don't you mean bananas? No, <laughs> banana. Um, where was I? Oh yeah, Ariana couldn't be with us, but that something led into that. Uh, anyway, um. I can't even remember what I was saying. We said, well, uh, she was not poked in the eye. Oh, yeah, uh, she was not. Just to be clear. Yes. Um, she is suffering from, I believe, the rhinovirus. Yeah, it's not the it's, coronavirus. No, it seems just to be the, uh, as all our listeners know, I, su- I suffered um, bravely against the rhinovirus mm-hmm. uh, last week. Yeah. Um, I have swine flu. I've had it for the entire run of you the Cameron have, You have swine something. Oh. Oh. Yikes. Oh. Yikes, <laughs> Zing. I don't know what that's getting, about. Getting into it early. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So we almost had that um, We almost had that perfect first half, and it felt like you don't want to let him hang in the game because they can shoot sometimes, blah, blah, blah. And then the second half came no, out, and, and we did. And we did a have a good three-point shooting team. And um, then... Uh, Second half comes around and we did have the perfect, <laughs> the perfect game that we almost did in the first half. Um, I don't know what to say about it, man. It was the most fun I've had watching Duke in a five-minute stretch period uh, all year. 
AOC basically doing it by himself, getting steals, hitting threes. Joey Baker had a three. Matthew Hurt had a three. Um, yeah, during so uh, we believe that that what happened was it was a twenty-one to five run, which is that right? frankly, wow. frankly, when the number of teams that the uh, the run runny. The team that is being run upon. Yes, right. Are, are they the runny? Or I, they're no, the run or is the the team that is doing the running. That's right. They're the runny. Yeah, they're uh, getting run upon. Yes. So when the team being run upon scores more than like two, I always feel like it's not really a run. Mm. So when they're like, "Oh, it was a thirty-five to ten run," I'm like, "Well, they just kind of outplayed them." Uh, yeah, over like, a long stretch. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, tw- but it really was a twenty-one to five run. Oh yeah. Uh, where. You know, we we were up, you know, kind of 10, 11, 9, uh, uh, 12, numbers like that uh, uh, for the first, you know, four minutes. And then for a five-minute stretch, we pushed it out to, it was like it went from a 10 or 11-point lead to a 28-point lead, um, which I don't think that math adds up, but uh, it uh, it certainly felt like it. It roughly does, yeah. And uh, it was funny because I saw, I think it was, I don't know. One of our Duke follows uh, tweeted that it was right before it started. Hurt, Baker, and AOC were all in the game at the same time. Yes. And they were like, well, I hope the threes make up for make up for it. And boy, did they. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. There's a, there's a phrase in baseball that's kind of hilarious that um, it says home runs kill rallies. As in like a home run that clears the bases, <laughs> takes the pressure off and kills the rallies. Right. This almost felt like the five points they did have. The possessions were just like, ah, screw it. Let them score. We just need the we ball back. We need the back. ball back. Because yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. frenzy. It's a frenzy right now. Don't do any long defensive stretches. Right. And um, I, well, can't, yeah. I can't believe Mike Bray didn't call a timeout during that. No. I was like yelling at him too, like in a, in a frothy, like, like joyful, vicious way. I mean, Mike Bray is looking pretty chilled out. He does, yeah. He's got the look of He's, a businessman who moved to um, Big Sur. Yes. And <laughs> I was going to say Reno. Yeah, yeah, Reno would work too. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so it was. Collar open, you know, hasn't really shaved in like six days. <laughs> it's fine, man. You know, uh, you know, do play. They play pretty good. So, you know, oh well, what are you going to do? He's like he's been at Notre Dame since 2000, so he's got to be one of the longest serving sure. uh, coaches in the ACC. He might be second to Coach K. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, when did Leonard Hamilton Leonard Hamilton start? I don't know. Uh, he's you're probably right. Was Florida got, State well, and plus Notre Dame was not in the ACC that entire time. Oh, that is a good point. Yeah. So we can't quite call him an ACC legend, right? Uh, Leonard Hamilton started at Florida State after, um, but. He was at Miami before then. Okay. So Leonard Hamilton has been. But to be fair, Miami was in the Big East. At that's that right. Yeah, and f- actually, f- probably wasn't. Uh, no, Florida State. State was. was. They they've been in the conference since like ninety one. Gotcha. Something like that. Uh, okay. So uh, anyway, Miami was like two thousand and three. I think. Got it. Uh, Got it. Good conference work. Thank you. Yeah. I you know I um, I try to make up for my lack of a, of knowledge about the actual game of basketball, <laughs> uh, by knowing things kind of like around basketball. Right, you knew the minute details. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's always been my strength. So that run, uh, AOC, it's the best he's played all season, and he's diving on the floor. He's getting steals. He's hitting threes. I mean, yeah, it was, it like, was peak AOC in a way that we've I don't think ever seen before. Well, so right before the run started, I have to say, I we we all do a text uh, during the game, and, and sometimes take notes and and things like that. But I said. 
uh, how many players, basketball players, currently living worldwide, currently playing, right? Mm-hmm. At this moment, how many basketball players are better than Alex O'Connell? And to be clear, you mean infused with the energy and skill and talent of that specific moment in time? At So, at no, no, no. I, I actually mean, so like when today started. Okay. So just in general in the world. Yeah. When today started, mm-hmm. um, I understand it starts a little bit differently in Australia. Sure. Uh, they have, it's because of it's, time zones. Yeah. yeah. I've never really understood that, um, how it can be, you know, like a whole day forward over there, but not. Back over well, here. Well, they've never explained it. No, it's never been explained, and so I, it's it's probably <clears throat> not only unknown but mm-hmm. actually unknowable. Yeah, you can't know it. They said scientists uh, did the um, 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 what's the Christopher guess? The Spinal Tap thing, where they said this is one of those mysteries best left unsolved. Right. When they so, they said there's no way it's daytime in one place and night in another. Well, that I understand. That I understand because of the sun going. The sun goes around the Earth. The sun revolves around the Earth. That's right. There's, no, no, no. That's not right. It's the other way. Is the it? Earth revolves around the sun. I thought there was some debate about that because Copernicus oh. came and said it's the other way. But Earth before is, him... No, no, no. Earth is definitely not at the center of the universe. We solved that one. Can we prove that? No. Okay. No. Okay. I'm in the. I'm kind of in the Kyrie Irving school on this one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, waking up this morning... Alex O'Connell was the blank best basketball player. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like where does he rank in the, if there were if there were individual world rankings, where would he be? Yes. That's a great question. So everybody in the NBA is better than him. Right. So there are what like 400 people in the NBA? Oh, that's a good question. Like what 30 times 12 or something? How many are on a roster? Yeah, that's like 400. Yeah. 30 okay. times 12. Yeah. Well, that's four. No, yeah, it's close to 360. You've got yeah. everyone in the, develop- in the D League. D League right. is probably better. There's well, probably. Uh, I don't know if everyone in the D League is better, but they're definitely a good pro- number of them. Are professional better. leagues mm-hmm. around the world in Europe, yeah, Australia, uh, China, New Zealand, yep, Israel. Uh, many college players here. Many college players who are better than him. So I guessed he is the, uh, or, or there are 1,250 basketball players who are better than Alex O'Connell. That that actually seems pretty optimistic. I think that's I think that's high. You yeah. think that's high? I, th- I think it's high just because there are so many in D one college hoops who are better. Okay, so including like seven just on his team. Right. Um, and so if you look at all the other D one teams, yeah, they all maybe they average like two players who are better than him per team. All right, three hundred teams. Yeah, so, so that's, that's six hundred more. So just in the NBA in college, you've got a thousand. And so you're saying that there aren't more than like a thousand people around the world in professional leagues who are also better than him? I think he's five hundred. I, I think he's in the two thousands. Really? I, I would say so. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay, so after this game, <laughs> <laughs> after this game, he's like nine ninety, top ten. <laughs> it's, it's LeBron. He really, he jumped. Yeah. <laughs> Steph Curry in a good year. Right. Um, Trey Vern. Uh, uh, Javin, because he hit a three tonight. He did. And I would say, yeah, AOC is number seven. Okay. So he it was a pretty big jump for him by yeah. either of our metrics. Right. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, he was... Uh, so we are also ready to announce that Ariana is going to be wearing Alex's jersey. She, what, three or four games ago said yeah. she was... I don't know why she did this. It was no. Like, it was like she has future vision. She's a seer. Yeah. Um, do you say seer or seer? Seer. You, so, yeah, I, I say seer. 
a seer. A person who sees. Yeah, okay. I mean, that yeah. a seer. It's the same thing. I know. I like to. I like to really like. Yeah, you want to say that you want to get both e's in there. A seer. Yeah, you're getting both e's. Um, Great. And uh, and it's good because you can do a fake out when you're like, I think you're a seer chin. If you want to call someone a sea urchin. Did you just think of that? Yep. That was really <laughs> creative. Um, it's good stuff. No, so she, um, but yeah, she uh, was like, I don't know where it's, where it came from, but she was like, if he starts playing well, I'm going to buy an AOC jersey. Right. And and Ariana, just, we're going to note that Shane basically called you a witch. No, I called her a seer. Um, and a sea urchin. It but a, a like. witch in a good way. Like, witch is cool now. This is oh, yeah, 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 yeah. in Salem, Mass. No. It's pretty, like, hip to be a uh, witch at this point. I mean, there's a gendered component there. We're, we're not going to deny that. Oh, like, as in it's an insult? Well, yeah. Like, to, a, a man is a prophet, a woman is a witch. A man's a warlock. A man. <laughs> Wait, who's a, who's a wizard though, I, in, what, the, in this in this scenario? What is the wiz- female version of wizard? Wizardess? Maybe, yeah. I think they you call it all wizard now, just like it's just all like yeah, actor. like actor. Yeah, right. And co- um, not comedian. Yeah, and the female equivalent of wizard is wizardess. You were right. Oh, wizardess. Yeah, but I think now yeah, we, yeah, you now we just, it. Yeah, we just now wouldn't we, use it. But warlock. Yeah, but that's also gendered because um, that's definitely a man. That's definitely the male version of a witch. So either way, okay. I will say I haven't heard somebody legitimately call someone else a witch as yeah. like a, a na- like you're calling him a nag or a mean person. Right. I haven't heard that in a while. Okay, I think that's now an obsolete insult in in. Uh, modern okay, well, America. so she can see um, she can see things that are going to happen yep. in the future from the present time. That's right. And one thing that she saw was the development of Alex O'Connell, or at least the potential for development in his game, and said, if he plays well enough, right, Mm -hmm. over some stretch of of time, I will get a number 15 jersey. That's right. right. You you generally can't buy a player's jersey in in NCAA with their name on it, right? Yeah, you'd have to do it yourself. Um, Yeah. So number 15 will suffice. Uh, I hope we just haven't, uh, you know, uh, caused all of the, the eBay people to raise their uh, it's oh. all like surge pricing oh, because yeah. they they're, know they're there's, there's, yeah. there's finally a uh, someone interested in buying one of their number 15 jerseys <laughs> they're all like six thousand dollars <laughs> now <laughs> so, uh, sorry ariana sorry yeah we've, we've screwed you um but no i gotta give her credit because she uh, just even by saying that she would buy the jersey she left open the possibility that it happened i have been an aoc hater probably primo number one aoc hater to the point that if they win a title and he gets on and says, you know, the haters motivated us, he's primarily talking about me. Uh, and I'll accept that. Uh, I, de- I deserve to be owned because he played very well, uh, played constructive minutes in the Florida State game and was crucial to holding them at bay. He made big shots uh, when Florida State was on a run to keep us in it. Really instrumental. I compared him to Grayson Allen in the title game against Wisconsin, having made those early shots. Did, and did you mention the 79-70 shot at Carolina? Well, tell me about that. What was that? So he was, um, during the Carolina game, they were up 79-70. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, uh, I forgot, maybe, I think it was Trey who hit him with the pass. He was trailing the play. And he hit the three to go, uh, to make it 79-73. I do remember that, yes. Which yes. was like a big moment, two-possession game. Uh, I, I think that... Classic danger zone yeah, territory. And he kept us in the moderate where, danger zone. Where the old, uh, the old uh, butthole starts to... 
get a little loose. That's right. Yeah, you got to keep it in clenched, clenched anus territory. Right. <laughs> he kept us there. Yeah. Uh, and so, and then today, obviously today, he went off and was spectacular. And but it's the way he did it. It wasn't just his scoring. It was no. Also, he was doing gritty stuff. He, he was, was getting steals. Tough. Like he was, he was where the passes were. I mean, he was, he was taking the ball away from folks. He was so great. One theory is: Has he worn the tights before? That's interesting. I offhand, I can't remember. So here's: a, uh, Do you ever wear tights? Um, I have when I've been running outside in cold weather, but that's okay. It. It's really fun. You like it? Guys, wear your tights. You feel like a seal. Like a oh, like a like not a, a navy seal. No, 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 no. Like <laughs> you're flopping around and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like smooth. This picture Aaron out wearing tights, just barking like a seal. <laughs> Got a little bouncy ball in his nose. Yeah. Um I mean, what's so weird about that? Nothing at all. I would love to see it. Okay. <laughs> we'll take a picture. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take a, a picture and then we'll be banned from, from Twitter for obscene content. So I think one thing that our show has been missing is um just outlandish, uh unsubstantiated medical theories. And so with the tights uh-huh. going on, I yeah. think I'm gonna say I think there was poor circulation happening oh. for O'Connell, and so his mo- his reactions were slow. Because the blood wasn't moving quickly through his legs. Up up top, it's great. Because your heart is up top. So mm. he was going to his hands and his eyes and everywhere like that quickly enough. But his legs were always had that bluish cold tint to them oh. that I noticed. And so I think I think what they did with the tights is just completely transform what he's capable of. Yeah. Um, well certainly the you know, the the waste in human culture has been a, a you know, a spot of a lot of of divisions. Oh, right? yeah. You know, oh, uh, yeah. We we wear uh, pants and shirts, or at least uh, men traditionally do, and I, I guess some women uh, do as well. Uh, but you know, the belt can be seen as a division between uh, m- the more sacred part of the body, right? The top mm-hmm. that has yeah. the heart in it and the brain, yeah, uh, and the lower part, which Where it's has okay to get shot. What's yeah? It's okay to get shot, but also it has gross stuff. Uh, the previously mentioned oh, butthole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what else? Uh, well, some other. Basically, so if you look at the Barbies, uh-huh. you won't find it. Oh, on okay. either of them. So uh, the penis. <sighs> on, on either Barbie, the male or the female. Barbie. You won't find a penis on either the male or the female Barbie. Okay, good to know. Good uh, to know. So, but like that's the gross part, um, mm-hmm. uh, and perhaps by further uh distancing himself from it yep right and note the the tights were white okay a color of purity yeah famously right so perhaps that's uh if he's not a virgin he shouldn't be wearing white tights in my opinion well not after labor day no (laughs) all right so we've covered uh that's our medical yeah um also let me i'm just gonna read alex's stat line yeah please do ecstatically yep 22 minutes Five for 12 from the floor mm-hmm. for a field goal percentage of 41.7%. Yep. He hit two out of five from three. Yep. That was 40%. Boom, chica, boom, chica, yeah, this is where it gets boom, really chica, sexy, boom, chica, actually. Boom, chica, oh, chica, oh, five boom, rebounds. Chica, oh, chica, oh, two of them <laughs> offensive <laughs> rebounds and three of them on the defensive end. He had three assists, Shane. Sexy. And guess how many turnovers? Just one. Probably just one. One block, which was yeah. at the free throw line. 
Um, uh, and that tonight. led, <laughs> yes, and that led to a uh, to a run out. Um, four steals. Yeah. And only one personal. Unbelievable. For ten for ten points. Um, let's see. Twelve. Wait. 12, oh, hold yeah, on. Let's yeah, get over yeah, here. Twelve, 12 points. Twelve points. Uh, yeah, that's very good. Uh, that that's a very 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 good AOC stat line. If you did that, that's a very good stat line for. I mean, it for is. any player, it's a super efficient. Very well. I mean, field goal percentage is not great. He missed a lot of twos, uh, apparently. But yeah. a lot of those were also, he had to force them at times, and, and a lot of them yeah. were garbage time. One of them looked a little too close. Too. Can I just say, uh, one criticism of AOC and Javin, when you're in at the end of the game with the scrubs, get the scrubs the shots. I mean, they were taking over and trying to pad their own stats. Buckmeyer wanted some hoops. Jay Rob got one. J-Rob wanted some hoops. They Buckmeyer both got, got a bucket. Yeah, uh, J-Rob got a slam. It was a nice-looking slam, too. Ariana's right about that, too. Whenever J-Rob gets in, he has one like pretty-looking play, at least. Yeah. Usually he gets some And a block. Uh, he had a block, too, I think. Um, we're going to get to Ariana's thoughts in a moment, but I also do want to talk, Aaron, about a young fellow by the name of Jordan Goldwire. Yeah. He is awesome. He is just complete. I, I just love the way the guy plays. They had him on Gibbs all night, for the most part. Sometimes he was on Fluger, who was yeah. really the only prototypical, hateable Notre Dame white guy on right. the team this and year. And Gibbs and Fluger, uh, neither of them scored in double digits. Uh, uh, because most of the scoring for Notre Dame came from Durham and from... Uh, Mooney. From, Mooney from had Mooney. a couple, yeah. yeah. So Mooney had 19, Mooney. Durham had 21. Yeah, Gibbs had zero points. Okay. And th- that was how much... And he is their second leading scorer. Yeah. So Goldwire completely locked him up. Um, none of their guards did anything. And that was the difference. I mean, even their three-point shooting, five for 21. Yep. This was like Duke at its absolute best when Goldwire and Trey were just clicking on the defensive end. I feel like that is actually the linchpin to our success. If those guys are playing good perimeter D, we don't lose because oh, we're too good. I, I mean, backcourt play is easily the most important factor uh, in tournament success uh, or NCAA tournament success. Right. Uh, and that's not just on the offensive end, Right. I think what was interesting or what, what has been interesting in the last several games is that Goldwire's been doing it on the offensive end, too. Um, yeah. So I don't think he scored too much in this game. I'm trying to look well, at Well, so he was four for five for nine points. Wow. Uh, which adds to five for five against FSU. For 13, his yeah. He's tied for So his he's high. missed one shot of 10 in his last two games. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, like, he had, a, he had one three. I remember that. And he had a couple finishes off steals. But then there's also the thing of like you put him on Gibbs and you you give Trey a little bit of an easier time defensively and look yep. what Trey does nine for thirteen for tw- uh, for nineteen points um, pulls down seven boards six assists and only two turnovers and Shane we did the damn thing without Cassius Stanley yeah yeah without so <sighs> he didn't even play so Duke was a much more talented team than Notre Dame yeah I think absolutely. I think matching up athleticism wise maybe. I mean, better, but not a ton better. Cassius Stanley would have been a difference maker in this game, uh, at least in terms of being the best athlete on the court. We could have gotten to 100. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, unless, you know, addition by subtraction. Maybe he shouldn't play ever again. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I I do just want to go over Gibbs' stat line again. Okay, Gibbs is, um, after Mooney, their second leading scorer, averages 13.8 points per game. It's... uh, Three-point shooting percentage is 42, and um, he is basically like, yeah, he's very close to uh, 50% shooting from the floor. 0 for 7, 0 for 1 from 3, barely even got a three-point shot. 
And played 29 minutes. And played 29 minutes. That is how completely Goldwire stifled their second best score. They were doomed from the beginning when that is the case. So uh, that was... Uh, yeah. Uh, to, okay, so to be fair, during the run and, and a little bit afterwards, you know Notre Dame could not buy a basket. Um, yeah, they shot poorly. There's they no shot poorly, it. especially yeah. in the the second half. I don't know if we have a the breakdown. At one point, it was you know we were shooting sixty two percent from the floor in the second half, and they were shooting twenty two percent from the floor in the second half. I'm not sure. If we've, oh yeah, no, we've got the breakdown. Hey, how do you get to it? Oh, it's right there. So it says uh, Notre Dame shot 26.5% from the field in the second half. Uh, we shot 58.3% yep. from the floor in the second half. Yep. Uh, so, th- yeah, there were, there were periods of time where it really looked like there was, there was a lid on the basket for them. Uh, but that said, right, uh, you know, you do have to make shots, uh, and, and they didn't. And the interesting thing was, despite shooting almost 50% uh, in the first half, they were 1 for 10 from 3. Right. Whereas they did better in the second half, but their field goal percentage was way lower, which shows you that whatever Coach K did at the half, he cut down on the easy buckets. Obviously, we cut down on the turnovers in the second half. I think we only turned the ball over like 9 or 10 times in this game. Yeah, and a lot of them, I think, were in that first half, like those little stretches where it seemed like there were 2 or 3 back-to-back. Yeah, 9 turnovers for, um, for Duke. In yeah, that game. that's absolutely 9 turnovers time. and 19 assists. Man, Fluger over six, over three from uh, three point range, zero points. Fluger and Gibbs zero points. That is incredible. Uh, and then the other guy we have to talk about, Aaron, is our big, our boy, our big lad, Mister Vern. <laughs> this was back to exemplary Vern. This was great, Vern. Um, this was this was take over a game, change everything, Vern. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Couldn't guard him. Uh, Mooney. No, Mooney had absolutely no chance. Had nothing. <laughs> he had nothing. He had no answers. Vern was scoring at will. He was finishing through contact. Yes, he, he was. He was making today. his free throws. That's right. Uh, he stepped out and hit a three, uh, which was really fun. That was awesome. Uh, in this one. Um, yeah. What? Four for five from the field? I don't... Oh, no. That's from the line. From the line. Eight, eight, for, eight ten. for ten. This was what he was that, doing at the beginning of the year. Yeah. yeah. This, I mean, like, how do you stop this dude when... His post moves are so good. They were so good that at a certain point against Mooney, they almost seemed superfluous. Like he would do back to back, like a drop step and then a pump fake. And it's like, oh yeah, you had him beat on the first one. Then you, <laughs> then you just humiliated him on the second one. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was comprehensive from him tonight. It was so good hitting the three. It was one of those points in the game when I was standing up and just cheering. Yeah, <laughs> and scaring my poor daughter. Um, yeah, he was. If he can play like that all the time, we are virtually unstoppable. Well, yes. If this ta- team plays like this yeah, all right. the time, right. uh, we you know <laughs> we go fifty percent from three or whatever. Uh, yeah, Vern yeah. Carey does whatever the hell he wants. Uh, we turn the ball over nine times and have nineteen assists. Then yes, uh, we are not going to lose again. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, this is not going to happen. Every if night. I were Duke, I would just always play the absolute best they can play. That is a good strategy. I wonder if Coach K can kind of tell them that. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, they may forget it in all the in all the complex game planning. Well, plus they're college students and everything. Oh. You know, they're doing classes. They show up at a game and they go, wait, am what I am I s- supposed to do? Am I supposed to play the best today? Or is it like... Is this one of the... Is it different? Yeah. Um, do you want to do a dramatic reading of the email Ariana sent us? Uh, do you want to alternate? Yeah. We well, can alternate paragraphs. Well, alternate paragraphs. Um, and I then we've got a ton of listener questions. Hell yeah. Uh, that- we got more even pouring in by the minute. 
Can I just say our uh, listenership has grown steadily over the course of the year, and I just want to say mucho gratitude yeah. to everybody listening. And you've obviously told all your friends. You're obviously having listening parties. Mm. Um, well, no, you can't have listening parties because that's only one download. Oh, so that's each right. of you have to download it if you're going to have a listening and listen party. on headphones. Start, yeah, start it simultaneously. Correct, and sort of nod at each other at moments that you enjoy. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's let's read Ariana's thoughts again. Uh, she was poked in the eye. She cannot be here. Um, uh, before we do, uh, what do you think of this nickname, Vernie Sanders? For who? For Vernon Carey. Why? It's not even anything like his no, name. No, no, it's uh, well, it has Vernie, Vernie Sanders. That's not his name. It's Vernon. Well, no, I know, but you call him Vern. We call him Vern sometimes, so you say Vernie Sanders. That would be like Ber- Bernard Sanders' name being Vernon. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do. Okay, we yeah. Call well, Bernie we, Sanders, Vernon Carey. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> I'll try that out on my political friends and see if they're into it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if you're on Twitter, let us know what you think of Vernie Sanders because there's, yeah, there's or or Vernon Carey or Vernon Carey. Well, uh, maybe we'll do a poll. Yeah. But yes, uh, thank you uh, uh, to the listeners. Um, we uh, we do really appreciate your support. Hashtag stay lazy. Stay lazy. Um, stay lazy, my friend. All right. So again, Ariana got poked in the eye by Cassius Stanley. Can't yes. be here. They mutual. They mutually poked each other in the eye. Yes, which is the the story <laughs> that you will not hear anywhere else. Um, it was a Rochambeau type dare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they both, they, yes, the one dared the other. I bet you can't poke me in the eye. The uh, amazing thing is, Cassius went first. Ariana <laughs> stood up with her eye just oozing, yeah. fucking, and stood up and poked him as hard as she could, right. and that's why Cassius couldn't play today. Yeah. Um, so I'll, you uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have so much to say about this game other than I really, really like this team. I don't know much, but I know I love them. Yeah. I just, I'm just summarizing oh, okay, the song. Okay, great. <laughs> it was such a comfortable, complete win. Even without cash, we looked so good and calm and able to score easily. Even though we ain't got cash money, we still scored really easy and Duke won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, keep going. You missed the rhyme with honey. Oh, yeah, well, shoot. Okay. okay. All right. One of few games where I'd say our offensive game was stronger than our defense. I would take issue with that. I thought our... Well, actually, I don't know about that because I do feel like we had some defensive lapses Mm -hmm. and Notre Dame didn't take advantage of them. So, I okay, I now agree with you, Ariana. Uh, I will say, though, they feed into each other. (coughs) Impossible to isolate two things which are... What's the word I'm looking for? Where they affect each other. Um, Not commingling, but something like that. Interdependent? Oh. Maybe. Is that know. no the one where you can't separate the two? Yeah, that's um, what is that word? It's what's the word that's not um, parasite, but it's when people help yeah, each other. No, that's that's like mutualism. Yeah, um, yeah, not no parasitism. But what's the opposite of parasite? Where it's oh oh oh, what, what is that word? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna look um, up the antonym um, on my favorite website, powerthesaurus.org. Uh, we are not we are not sponsored by Power Thesaurus. Uh, not, yet, not yet, but uh, I, it's not mutualism. God, I bet everyone is now screaming it. So at your watch parties, mm-hmm. they're all screaming right now, whatever the word is. Yeah, and they can't hear each other because they all have headphones on. They can hear each other. You can't. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. yeah um, uh, because you know headphones aren't perfect. Uh, no, what are those? You know where the bird lives on the other thing. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, um, 
All right, well, look for look up mutualism. Mutualism? Okay, let's try it. Symbiosis. Symbiotic. Yeah, it's there's symbiotic, there's mutuality. It's yes. not there no, defense and offense are not symbiotic. They um, are what they are is confounded variables, I okay, think, okay. where like yes, if you you can't you can't isolate one or the other. All right, okay, okay. let's continue. Here's the second paragraph of Ariana. Loved Goldwire's performance. Oh yeah. Trey continues to make me love him. Uh, Vern had some big man moves and a sweet two-handed dunk. Alex showed out, and I owe him a jersey. There we go. Confirmed. Yep. Confirmed right there. We have it from the source. Yep. So we Oh, are... it has been purchased. Okay, Ooh. okay, okay. So Holy we're good. Holy shit. We're she good purchased then. it. Yep. She got in under the, you know, before the surge. Ariana Ely pouring money into the NCAA's coffers. Uh, I will wear it next week, she says. Matt seemed a little hesitant in places, like he was second-guessing his shots, which is interesting after his performance Monday. Jack had a particularly bad game, and we do have to talk about that. Yeah. Here. Like the ball, he got stuck on that three he took. Yes. And he was lost on defense. And then she says, Jab hit a three. Well, you just, you also, oh, yeah, me. you took my paragraph. Sorry. So now I get two. Okay. The feeling Cameron, <laughs> uh, the feeling Cameron was much better today than Monday. It was fun and energetic, even though I was sick, poked in the eye, and didn't stay long. It was fun to have Tyus and Quinn Cook back and Zion there, even though he got there late. Okay. So that's, that's some reporting. Uh, well, Zion she was, she got didn't there see him. Late. Ariana was there for the beginning. But she of the game. believes that Quinn Cook was waiting in the lobby uh, for Zion. Well, that's dramatic. That's good info. Yeah. yeah. He put on a show at the All Star game. Wait. That's tonight. Is that? Well, the three point shooting and dunk contest is tonight. Who put on a show at the All Star game? Was the All Star game like. No, it's on Sunday. It's tomorrow. Oh, no. There's a rookie game. Oh, a rookie game. Yeah. He must have done it at the rookie game. All right. Um, and she says, just want to say this together. I really love this team. Yeah, agreed. I, I have to do I do have to agree with that. This team I've loved for a little while, but I the love heightened after the Florida State win for reasons that we talked about. Right. And this was just what the doctor ordered. I did not want to suffer today. Another right. We suffered twice. I wanted to have a coronation celebration today. Right. I mean the FSU was the was the best kind of suffering. Yes. And then this was the let off, right? Uh-huh. So it's like there was a terrible storm. Right, yeah. it oh, yeah. dumped all this snow and yep. ice, and like we we made a fire and we braved against it, mm-hmm. and then like today, Sang the songs. sun came out, Doo-doo-doo-doo. right, Doo-doo-doo. Yep. and just like the world was radiant and yes. beautiful. Uh, yes, here comes this. We're gonna be sued if we no, we can't even sing. I can't even sing a little. Uh, public domain now, Beatles. <laughs> That's not true. That's complete. <laughs> that is completely not true. Uh, <laughs> Uh, plus, I've made derogatory comments about Paul McCartney on this podcast. Have you? I stand by that. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Last Living Beetle. Um, that's also not true. That's also not true. <laughs> Ringo Starr is still with us. Okay, Ringo Starr, um, please don't sue us. But I think I think you forgot the end of your analogy, which I agree with, but it's radiant, the sun is out, we've suffered, made a fire. Now we can get outside, we go yes. raid a small village and help them it. with snowballs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We yeah. we go to Dean Sue's home. <laughs> we bring a batch. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. all right, folks. Uh, that's a little much, even for Aaron. Um, she, yeah. <laughs> what? what she do al- <laughs> Don't put that on me. Uh, she also wants to stress that we have an Instagram account. Oh yeah, and 
Uh, I'm not sure we're ready to announce that second part yet. Yeah, let's um, be let's be careful. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna be coy on the second part of of. So we've we've omitted some words from the email, but she does want to let us know about the Instagram. Personally, I am not I am not on the Instagram, uh, but it's at Cameron underscore Lazies. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, uh, but it's like very hard to get to Instagram if you're not on Instagram. Yeah, I um I have a burner account that I sometimes use, but not very often. So I don't have a smartphone, so I'm basically not on Instagram either. Yeah, I don't um, I don't have the I don't do um apps. Uh huh. Or not very many apps on my phone. So uh there there it is, Cameron at Cameron. Oh, no, 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 I oh, hold on. I just your name I, is Roger Federer. I'm gonna go here and then I'm gonna see the the format cancel. Um, boom, Cameron underscore lazies. There we go. Okay, so it is Cameron underscore. We have six posts already. Oh, including a post from the game today. You want to watch it here? Uh, oh, it's the halftime. She told oh, us so yeah, much about. She told us she really liked this. These stuff. were like Fargo. They were called the Fargo gymnasts or something. Wow, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was somebody jumping off a trampoline over some folks. So you want you want to see this content, people? Yeah, you want to get on Instagram and see this. It's really good. Um, yeah. Plus, our yeah, our and I will have uh, will have posts from the games. Uh, access like you can't believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. The two of you have great access between the, for the games. No, her. She has the access. <laughs> I don't have any access. I was I was giving you the chance to jump on board if you wanted. <clears throat> no. Okay. Um, all right. Instagram is for the youths. It is, um, and that's why it confuses me a little bit. I uh, let's see. I'm looking through before we get to listener questions. Is there anything else we need to cover? Yeah, Jack White. Um, yeah. Uh, well, this is a this is an, uh, a little uh, bummer. This is a Twitter question, though. Oh, it is. Okay. Uh, which was from user at Steve Melnick. That was Steve uh, Melnick. Yeah, one of our OGs. Uh, OG. Yeah, yep. original. Uh, original pranksters, we call them. Listeners. Yeah. Well, original. Um, G. We can't use the gang- gangsters. You don't because you don't that's think? it's uh, implies criminality. Oh yeah, and he wouldn't. Steve is squeaky clean. Is he? Yeah. I don't know. Call him Squeaky Steve because he's oh, squeaky okay, clean. Right, okay. uh, he's also a Liverpool fan, so he had a very good day today, just like I did. Um, I he, was pulling for Norwich. Yeah, they almost did it. They, they almost did. did it. So Steve says, on Cameron Lazies, you may need to discuss the return of Bad Jack. And you saw Ariana allude to it, yep. or heard it, rather. Yep. Uh, yeah, he was terrible. Um, he's, been, he's been rough for the last couple games. It so yeah, let's well let's break down some some bad Jack moments. Bad he, Jack. He had uh, uh, two really poor three point attempts. Uh, one that became lodged in between the the rim and <laughs> the backboard, which is just uh, bad luck, but does feel more embarrassing when it happens. Um, he was not being terribly effective um, uh, for the part of the first half. I did not get to see a. Uh, a ton of when he got more playing time in the second half, kind of after things had been decided. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know if he showed any improvement there, but um, no, nope, he didn't. Okay. So here's his stat line from the. All right, so here's first of all, I want to focus on this: his minutes from the last four games. Okay. Nine against Boston College, twelve against UNC, three against Florida State, and nine today. Uh, his combined field goals are zero for seven. Um, from three-point range, he is 0 for 5. Uh, total of four rebounds, four assists, two blocks, two steals, uh, and two turnovers. So fundamentally, the story that tells, A, one we already knew, he can't shoot, and he still only gets three-pointers. 
which is like the very tough thing about Jack White. It's like he never managed to adjust his game once it became clear that he really can't shoot threes that well. Um, and I don't know if he can't do that. It's like, what is his place on this team? And you're like, oh, it could be a defensive stopper. But the story of the minutes, Aaron, shows me that Coach K has lost faith in him even on that front. I, I think um, I think some of it, well, certainly the Florida State game was about matchups. Um, th- those players were a little too uh, long and quick for him. You had uh, to choose to go big and slow or small and quick, and they and right. Coach K, obviously, yeah. Uh, you know, today's game, most of those nine minutes came in garbage time. Um, I don't really remember him at all from the Carolina game, uh, which is probably saying something. Also, I didn't watch a lot of that game. Um, which is crazy. I Well, I watched when it was important. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. I. So, like, I don't think he's... If we've not learned anything, or if we've learned anything from, from the experience with Alex this season, it's that nobody is out. Right, uh, and I think we our latest yeah, our right. latest question on Twitter also addresses this, which is we need to talk about depth, and I think this is the part of depth that says uh, it's not going to be every guy every game kind of depth, but there's going to be an Alex game, and there may even still be a Jack game uh, in there, yeah. right? And yeah. we, you know, as long as the guys aren't giving up hope. Uh, and as long as they're putting in good practices and, and whatever, um, then, you know, maybe there's still hope for him to have a more transcendent performance. Yeah. And, and I think your point about AOC is right in that it it's easy as like a fan, as me, just to spout off and write people off. But it just goes to show that all those games when Coach K started him and we were kind of baffled by why and his performance didn't seem to... Uh, validate it in any way all of a sudden here he is now and you can say okay yeah he, he let us down in some big games but if coach k had abandoned him we wouldn't have had him for these moments and so yeah it's like okay hold on jack maybe there's something good coming and you do think too like we talked about the last game fsu javin doing his zubek thing where at the end he's just like such a rock on defense and a very good role player it's like where is that for jack maybe that's the thing that he's going to be moving toward uh, as we get closer. And, and again, maybe it's not every game. Maybe there's games where he doesn't fit. Um, Florida State, like you said, uh, obviously Coach K didn't want him in here a ton. But maybe there's games where he does and he and he serves an important purpose. Uh, I just wish he could make some threes, man. I just He's been better this year, I have to say. He's been better, but not that much better. And lately yeah, he's ice cold. And I do think that that his defensive effort will get him in there at those pivotal moments. Mm-hmm. Um you know, whether he remains the same kind of offensive liability. Um, but yeah, he, he was looking kind of straight up confused um, uh, for some of this game. And, uh, you know, that's discouraging. I think there's like a lot of inertia there too, uh, where when you get the sense that Coach K is losing faith in you, it kind of makes everything a little bit more difficult. But they must understand that he that the loss of faith is not total, right? Yeah, you're right. I think what it does, though, is it, it, it puts pressure on the minutes that you do have where you feel like you have to go crazy and be so good that you get back to some level. And I, like Goldwire, they, they were talking about the announcers today saying last year, what happened? Why, you know, why weren't you always like this? Um, and he was saying basically last year it felt like when he was in the game, 
one mistake and he's gone. And mm-hmm. so he just he just kind of had his confidence shattered. That does seem seem to be the policy for everyone on this team, though. It is. Uh, yeah. When Vern makes a mistake, he goes and sits down. Right. Uh, yeah. It seems like it's not. There's no preferential treatment for like a Zion or like an RJ. Yeah. Where they could make mistake after mistake, and they were still the best player on the floor, and they I guess were less accountable. Uh, but yeah, when it seems like when anyone kind of makes a bad play, they go take a seat. Yeah. You're right. Um, move on to the next one here. I like this one. This is from Blair Holloway, who, by the way, um, brought up the Clemson 60-point game that I referenced. So he's obviously an encyclopedia of Duke knowledge. Okay. Blair asks, uh, Aaron, what is the proper punishment for whoever hit Cassius in the eye? Okay. Well, he didn't address it to me, but as the uh, resident expert on uh, ancient Near Eastern law... Okay. Um, Ancient what law? Near Eastern. Near Eastern. Got it. Yeah. I mean, we call it the Middle East now. Um, right. But it really is that, I mean, well, we call the Middle East, you know. It was near where, and far, right? Where, far East, Near East. Well, but where Iran is and Iraq, yeah. Um, yeah. that's Middle East. Right. Um, you know, so I guess maybe this is Middle Eastern because we're, we're talking about the origins of Babylonian law. Um, <laughs> uh, I could, I, I think I'm going to use Hebraic law, Mosaic law. Okay. Um, uh, on this, is mosaic from Moses? Yeah, that's right. So okay. the way that it, uh, the way that it works is that there are uh, there are five books in the Pentateuch, which are the uh, uh, <laughs> first five books of the Hebrew Bible. You, uh-huh. you all call it the Old Testament. Yep. Um, what do you mean, you all, you people? What do you, you mean, you people? <laughs> uh, those who believe there is a New Testament uh, refer to the first part as the Old Testament, uh, uh, whereas uh, the Jews do not believe it is a testament of anything. Um, yeah, except the Jews for Jesus, which I saw <laughs> on the New York City subway. Yes, they, that's their main. They, 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 yeah, they really, uh, they really love that. New, Are they still the, around? Yeah, sure, I guess Good. so. Uh, I was gonna look this up. Um, uh, hold on, and there's no better time than now. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about the New York City subway while he's doing that. Great. There were the Jews for Jesus, and the other big one was Doctor Oz, and Doctor Oz was this guy. Um, he looked a little bit like Wallace Shawn um, from The Princess Bride. The guy, I think he was the guy who was like, marriage, true marriage. Uh, he looked like that guy kind of, except with less hair. And his posters were rainbow colored. And he offered to, I think it was like he could fix your face. So like if you had acne or anything like that, he could get in there and, I don't know, scrape it away. He did cysts and pustules and boils and um, anything, anything you could have on your skin. Skin tags, eczema, dermatitis. Um, so yeah, he was, Dr. Oz was the man for that. Then you had the Jews for Jesus. Um, there are Hari Krishnas all the time in the subways handing out roses. And the other thing with Scientologists where they had their, um, they had like a mechanism for measuring something on you. Uh, Aaron, do you remember what that is? All right, I'm going to stop you. Uh, okay. I can't, I can't get the exact, uh, the exact, um, uh, quotation, but there are two, there are two codifications of the law in the Hebrew Bible, uh, okay. the ones in, in Exodus and, and Leviticus, um, uh, and then kind of a recap of the law in Deuteronomy. Leviticus uh, was the really sensible book, right? What do you mean the sensible book? That's Just the, some really normal ideas. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of instructions on how to build the tabernacle in okay. that book. Um, but uh, the idea was, it's, I'm going to prescribe the same punishment uh, as there was for manslaughter. Okay. Uh, accidental killing uh, of another 
of another human. Um, so to you, the eye poking is on a level with accidental manslaughter in biblical days. Yeah. Okay. I think so because okay. it it was really about uh, productivity. So the pro- the problem okay. was, and I, I think it's even couched this way in the the passage that I'm looking for, and our listeners can look it up later. Uh, I'm sure they will, uh, and also visit uh, my podcast, you know, Hebrew Bible <laughs> thoughts. Uh, um, HBT is a great it's a great podcast uh, where I give my thoughts on Mosaic law. Uh, but the penalty was was actually quite uh, quite good. So yes, the context is that you know you drop a, a brick or something at the construction site mm-hmm. onto the head of another worker, okay. and the worker dies. Oof. Um, you know, certainly you didn't mean to do it, mm-hmm. uh, but that person's family is now out that person's income. Yeah, which is a big deal. Sure, yeah. uh, especially if you know he's the head of the household. Right. Um, so what you would do is you would flee to one of these um, specified manslaughterer cities. Um, there were wow. several of them in in the uh, uh, in the area, and you would have to go and wait there until the death of the high priest, and then you could return. So what it would do is it would expiate the blood feud. Okay. Right? So there was an automatic blood feud. Uh, from if you stick around, they're getting you. They're, well, get, they're getting revenge. But think about and they're allowed to. Think about um, uh, Hammurabi's code, right? An eye for an eye. That was the that was the easy answer here, right? Right. Is that you know, whoever, I, I like that you didn't. Whoever you know, loses the eye, low hanging fruit, um, uh, has to has to lose their own eye. Um, no, here because we lose a game of productivity from Cassius Stanley. Mm-hmm. You have to go lose your own productivity, right? Go to a manslaughterer city yep. where you can't help your family, yeah. but it's temporary. So there's uh, until you know, Coach K dies. Yeah, the death of the high priest, <laughs> um, and then you can return from the manslaughterer city. Okay, and you don't have to be poked in the eye. Okay, yeah. so if you stick around, you gotta just get poked. That's right. Okay, that's right. So if whoever this is, the poker, yep, um, does not flee. Then he has to be poked. Okay. He or she. Otherwise, he has to flee till Coach K is yes dead, and the NCAA will retain his eligibility even if that takes yes. fifteen yes. years. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I'm looking at like Duke's roster, mm-hmm. and if they if they did that, which we can't guarantee, right? We don't know for sure if they did that. Um, but if they did, the person would have already fled. Oh, most likely. So I just want to look up and down. Was we- it Jack? So <laughs> I heard it was a manager. Uh, uh, oh, so it could have been. So whatever manager wasn't there, that's who did it. Yeah. Did you really hear that a manager poked him in the eye? Yeah. How would you? How would that possibly happen? Uh, during shoot around. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, um, it was a freak accident. Oh, poor manager. Yeah, he's definitely got to go to the manslaughter city. Well, yeah. All right. Uh, this was one from from Ennis Jams. Um, <laughs> I want to see if he has. <laughs> Jams Ennis the fifth. <laughs> I like that. He had his last game and I liked it and I wanted to go back to it today. He said, I heard Matt Hurt referred to as the game's quote unquote fireman in light of his various momentum swinging contributions. Related, which member of this year's team would you most trust to save your cat from a burning building, whether because of their physical gifts, mental fortitude, etc.? Um, I don't have a cat and I would if I did, I would let the cat burn because I'm allergic. But you do have yeah, a cat. No, your your anti-cat policy is well known. And pro-burning. <laughs> and yes, your pro-burning policy it generally. It really hits all the big ones for me. Um, 
I'll answer this first quickly, and then you can give. What if ca- it was your baby? Huh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll. <laughs> yeah. I'll. Uh, yeah. Who would I want to save my child from a burning building? I mean, my answer is so obvious. It's got to be Cassius Stanley. He's the most aggressive. He's he can't the, see. He's the most athletic. So oh, he this, can't. but this this question was from days ago, and that was my answer too. Okay, but now he's you know. So you want to adjust it now? He's blinded. Um, he couldn't play. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You can't have him going to that building. Ah, uh, so of the other guys, I think you want someone crafty, but also like bold and strong. Yeah. I might have to go with Goldwire. Okay. All right. That's that's not where I was going to go. Uh-huh. I was. Um, you know, first you think you want the guy with the longest arms. Oh, sure. Right? Because then they're not going to get burned. Yeah. Uh, but then I thought, Vern Hans. Oh. <laughs> you, don't <laughs> you don't want Vern in there. He's going to rescue him. The cat and then just drop it down the stairs. <laughs> right. So yeah. you, you, it's okay because cats tend to land. On their uh, feet. Babies, on, their uh, on the other hand, do not. Uh, plus, you know, if it's an orange cat, it looks like a basketball. And he's, you know, he's having flashbacks oh, at that yeah. point. <laughs> he's never cute. <keeping. laughs> um Basketball that wiggles is worst yeah. nightmare. <laughs> uh, my answer is Javin. Oh, I like Javin. Um, I think Javin is shorthanded. You don't have to. G- he's not doing anything fancy here. He's going in. Mm. He's getting the cat. You gotta be. Yeah, you gotta have a certain amount of like dumb to like. He's the, like the he- he's long headlong charge. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm. Um, he's long. He's quick enough on his feet, um, and yeah, determined uh, to go through. So. <sighs> He had a three pointer today, and then a heat check. Yeah. After after the three pointer, so he obviously the thing that people don't realize is that he actually threw a cat into the basket. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, Javin's a good pick. Javin's a good pick. It's not doesn't change my opinion, but <coughs> I respect it. Okay. Um. All right. I think Jordan would be the best at chasing a cat. Oh yeah, like uh, Arya from Game of Thrones. I'm not familiar. Catch I was it, I was thinking more like the from Rocky with the chicken. Oh yeah, right. It's yeah. very similar. Okay. thing. Yeah. Um. You catch. You get once you catch the chicken or the cat, you're quick enough to yeah. sword fight or box or whatever. Yeah. Good luck catching the cat. Sorry, dude. Yeah, it's tough, but he'll he'll get there. Um, no, no. I mean, you just don't want to. You don't cats can scratch the shit out of you. Yeah. Well, that's why I say let him burn. But you know, okay. we all have our different opinions. Well, no um, one said it was a man cat. <laughs> uh, Alex M. Payne says. Who wins in a game of two on two? The Jones brothers or the Plumley brothers? And you can pick any two of your Plumleys. <laughs> Is there another Jones brother too? <laughs> I don't think so. A game of two on two. You can pick any Jones who's ever played basketball. Okay. So Sam Jones, Casey Jones, Celtics. There Legends. was someone named Basketball Jones. Oh, that's right. They did a song about him. Yeah. Yep. Um, was he? Was that a? Did he do good in the song, or is it like a sex thing? I think Jones was used in the sense of like an. Urge. Oh, he likes to. Yes, I've a, got a, a basketball desire. Jones. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. All right, half court. Uh, yeah, it's a two on two, so half court. Make it, take it. Ooh. Okay. Uh. Two eleven. Ones and twos. All right. Um. I'm gonna go with. Mason. And Miles, of course, um, and I think they win. Yeah, it, it really comes down to can they get to the basket back down without having the ball stolen? Well, but the Jones boys can't really shoot from outside. Yeah, mm. Tyus definitely can. 
That's the thing. No, I'm saying can the Plumleys back him down? Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to break the game down the other way. And they, if it's two on two, they can also just post up and pass it in. Right. It's going to be hard for the Joneses to stop them. Um, it could be a scene where... Well, just throw the ball over them. You don't have to take it down. That's what I mean, yeah. Right. Like one person takes it out, the other person gets down low and gets the ball and scores, yeah, and, and, scores easily. Right, and holds it up high. Yeah. Um, Mason. Mason's no. going to be the one at the rim. Yeah, exactly. Miles will throw it into him. Yeah. I will say, I think it would be hard for them to stop the Joneses on D. Why? Because they're not quick enough. So they're either going to have to give up open threes or let them drive by them. Uh, I think you're going to, there's a devil's bargain there. But the scoring path for the Plumleys is far more obvious. All right. So you think that. <sighs> you're going to have to give I up. I really think that Mason could stay with Trey, at least. No, there's just no way. Mason? You can't like from he's in the NBA. No, no, I know, but he's he's much slower than Trey Jones. Well, okay, but Trey, you... you're gonna have to give up threes to them. I think. I think that's the thing you have to do. Now you can contest them somewhat, but I don't think you're gonna be able to stay close enough. I think Tyus is the bigger matchup problem. For sure, he's a better player. So, I really, I don't, I'm not sure that that Mason can't stay with Trey. Yeah. Well, if you believe that, then it's an easy, easy answer. All right, um, but I'm with you. I think I think the Plumleys have the edge there. Okay. I would love to see that. There's no reason we can't see that. Right, it's the brotherhood. Yeah. By the way, are you psyched for three on three hoops in the Olympics? I did not know about that, but yeah, that means Ice Cube is winning. So yes, yeah, I'm a, I'm on record as a big supporter of Ice Cube. Um, and there's another new question. That's that top top link I added. Oh great. Um, well, <coughs> first, first let me go to James who said. You said that you talked about a hack on the show. Yeah. You mentioned a, an, mm -hmm. or an untalented, talentless hack. Yeah. And he said, we know you're not talking about Ariana. She's the only one with talent. Lazy life. Hashtag. I'm sure you knew that was coming. I did. Then he also pointed out something interesting. This is another OG, James, uh, who has been with us from the start. Um, I think it's James Smith, but I can't. Get his I've name also right. forgotten his wife's name. I'm sorry. Sarah? Sure. I think it's Sarah. Okay. Um, he says, how dare they take this away from us? What is this madness? And he's referring to the fact yeah. that both radio calls, mm -hmm. who you retweeted uh, mm -hmm. at my request, yep. uh, of the game came out, and now they're gone, yep. which is really actually pretty alarming, considering the stuff with William Barr lately, <laughs> all the corruption that we see <laughs> going up to the top. Why are these radio calls, why were they tweeted out by uh, TV personality Mark Armstrong uh -huh. and then deleted? Um, I, I, who gave the order? Who gave the, the code blue? Right. Um, so that's something for people to think about. I I'm don't know if we have the answers. Pretty sure it was just copyright. Hey, what about this blue anon instead of QAnon? Oh, blue anon for Duke people. I think I think University of Kentucky basketball probably already has that. <laughs> they absolutely do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's no doubt in the world that they already there's, have that. There's already a blue anon. Yeah, that is their just like basic existence. Right. Um, oh, oh, yeah. It's, it's oh, James yeah. Smith. It's James oh, boy. Smith yeah. about, about the depth question. Um, can you guys talk a little bit about depth? I know it's a worn out topic and this game may not be the best judge, but it's the strength of this team compared to others in my opinion, but really just love uh, these guys because it's a good day. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think I, we basically covered it, right? Yeah, I think that's the, the point that I wanted to make there is that it's not necessarily depth that's being manifest in every game. Mm -hmm. uh, it's depth that that lasts over a stretch of games, uh, where you know there may be four down Jack games. Yeah, uh, 
and four down Alex O'Connell games, and then like two good Alex O'Connell games. So I think yeah. that's another aspect of depth, yeah. um, not not just the number of players that you're putting on a floor in a particular game. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things that we are. These guys all are going to last. None of them are going to disappear. What what is going to determine our success in tournaments is going to be how successful the depth is. Can these guys come in and fill their and roles? do the roles? Correct. Yeah, exactly. Uh, without kind of losing sight and and hurting us. Uh, all right. So the other thing I put out on Twitter, Aaron, um, a topic: Did Duke just win the ACC regular season today? Right. We alluded to that earlier. My take is yes, based on our schedules. Your take is not quite. I th- my my take is a pretty strong no. Okay. That we have not. Uh, yeah. Not not that we obviously don't have a chance. Right. Um, uh, or that it's not likely. Um, but no, did we clinch the the regular season? Absolutely not. Um, we have two tough games, and and what is this Twitter user who has who has said exactly my thought? Um, <coughs> let's see, Wolf. Warfor JC. Oh no, Chad. It's Chad. Yeah. C H L Cocky. Cocky. Yeah, Cocky Chad. Okay, well Cocky Chad. Well, Chad stands in for a cocky sort of man's yeah. man. Well, he's right. Um yeah, he says not, not yet their annual loss at state is coming up. And I mean, when you look back at the last several seasons, we've had a loss at state. Um state is I would say like Notre Dame level good, mm-hmm. uh, which is to say not great, yeah, but certainly dangerous. Um, and it's a team that's won some games. They have talented players, uh, and you know because they're state, they get especially excited about these things. Yes, especially when they're at, at home. They they are hooting and drinking their moonshine. Yes, hollering from their hay bales. <coughs> but it means more to beat Carolina or Duke. That's right. Um, and I, you know, obviously they'll be up for that game. Uh, it's one that I'm worried about. I'm also worried about them coming into Cameron. Um, you know, State has kind of been a thorn in our side team. Yeah. Throughout my Duke fan. So, like, State has never been, like, a really good team. That's right. For the last 20 years. Um, but they've been a team that consistently troubles us. That's right. Uh, and it's annoying to have to play them twice. It does feel a thing of like, if you gun to my head, I would say one game will be comfortable and one game will be close. And that, that would be my take. And we played them Wednesday. That's our next game. Um, so I, I do think if we lose that away game, we're going to win the home game against them. That's right. That's right. Um, and I think my thing is like, I don't know how they judge this because it's not an even schedule, but I want to stay. I don't want to tie for the ACC. I want to stay one game up on Florida State and uh, and Louisville. So, but that was broadly consensus. Jason R. Money agrees with you. He said, "No, Duke has too many tough games left. State Tech, UNC, UVA, Clemson crushed Louisville today. Shows vulnerability in the conference. Louisville will bounce back." All right. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree that Louisville looking like shit against Clemson is good for them, but I get what you're saying. Um, Wolf uh, RJC says Duke plays at State on Wednesday, so no. So yeah, as you see. Um, in between all the times your wife liked our tweets, uh, people are broadly agreeing uh, with me, with you, sorry, and disagreeing with me. Um, and we have a couple other quick comments here, Aaron. Uh, let's see. I got sidetracked. 
Um, Jason Armani, who, who chimed in, had a different thing to say. He says, a Q's fan pains me to say this, but completely agree about that five-minute stretch. It was surgical and lethal. Yeah. Appreciate it, right? Yep. Always nice to hear another fan recognize our greatness. It happens a lot where um, fans of, of opposing teams will, will write and call uh, <laughs> and will say that they're with us. Um, yeah. And they're fans of, of us, too. And I actually, this comment I thought was brilliant from Josh Cox. Um, just a thought, the number one seed in the ACC tourney really matters because that would mean FSU-Louisville are in the semifinal game on the other side, and we're more likely to get UVA or whoever emerges. That's 100% true. In an ACC with only three good teams, you yeah. don't to have the one seed You don't want to be the two or the three. Yeah, yeah. You, you get to avoid the other two. So. Then again, you could be the four. Um, <laughs> who's going to be the four? No, Duke should tank for the four. Oh, <laughs> if they can't be number one. That's right. Yeah, if you don't, everyone, go below. No, or no, but then that would so, that would yeah, ruin but, it because one of those exactly two teams would, it would be, be the, the number, number one. one. Right. Um, all right. So uh, I got it. I do want to bring up one other thing here, Aaron, which is this concept uh, I'm stealing from soccer called the treble. Now, the treble in soccer means you win your league, you win your league cup, and you win Champions League. Or it can mean a variety of different things. Yes, you but win that, three trophies yeah. in one year that are that show that the three competitions mm-hmm. that you've participated in, uh, although now generally there are four competitions that European soccer clubs will play in during the year, um, if they're any good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it means you win all of them. Uh, we've already debunked your treble theory about Duke. See, I don't think we have because well, I think we have. The theory was that they've never won an ACC title game, um, and the NCAA at the same. In the but same they year. they've done it a bunch. They did it in 2010, um, they did it in 2000, and they did it in 1992. So it's po- we'd have to look up the ACC standings um, from each year. ACC regular season champions. Wikipedia. Yeah, but they actually do have a Wikipedia. Oh, so then that's, yeah, that's real. (laughs) They do. They actually do. Um, All right, so 92, it was 2000. Yep, and 2000. And 2010, we had a split. Oh, that doesn't count. So Duke has won two outright trebles uh, in 1992 and 2000, uh, where you win the conference, the conference tournament, and you win the national title. So I just want to put that out there right now. It's very ambitious. Very, very, very ambitious to be talking about that. But I think we can start to hope. I love winning the regular season. I think we've got the inside track, if nothing else. And I just want to, uh, I just want to say the word treble one more time. Okay. Yeah, I disagree uh, with all that. Um, I still don't think that we've we've locked up the regular season. I think the ACC tournament we're going to have at least one tough game against someone. Uh, uh, probably two tough games because you know we won't be fighting for our spot in the tournament at that time, but other teams will be. Um, uh, and uh, as for the NCAA tournament, uh, not quite a believer yet. Um, just real quick. I just but getting there, but getting there. I mean, today yeah. was really nice. Um, and, and really the last six, I guess, um, the, the three road wins, or wait, that would be the last five. The three road wins, um, and then the Florida State game followed by this game um, yeah. were really convincing. Yeah, they were great. And uh, real quick, Louisville's schedule, Syracuse, UNC, at Florida State versus Virginia Tech at UVA. So you look at that Florida State game, one of them is going to get a loss. So Duke, yeah, Duke controls their own destiny. We'll see. Uh, I totally agree there's going to be hard contests left to fight. Aaron, are we 
about done? Well, we've talked for 70 minutes with mm. Ariana, mm. Uh, which uh, which just goes to show that uh, two men talking about a topic really cannot be stopped. Well, I was going to ask, was it hard for you not to have a woman to interrupt today? During the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Uh, pretty I, good. I got you a little tweaker. Pretty good. A little tweaker. Thank you. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. We already expressed our gratitude earlier. You know you can find us on that iTunes. That doesn't mean we can't express our gratitude again. Absolutely do it again. You can express your gratitude by telling your friends and family about us, um, getting somebody in Africa to download our podcast right. so we knock off that continent. Um, and, uh, yeah, look, leave a review at iTunes if you feel like it's something you could spend 20 seconds doing. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But it would mean a whole lot to Aaron, who gets really emotional about this stuff. Oh, I look at him all the time. Yeah. Um, somebody I really, I legitimately did not believe for the first several episodes that we were actually sending these out. No, yeah, that they're, they're going into the <laughs> I world. was being fooled. Um, <laughs> it's just like a long, weird documentary I'm doing on you to right. gaslight you. Um, yeah, they're out. They're going out to the world. People are listening. Thank you for that. You know, you know where to find us: Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever. And uh, and Overcast, definitely Overcast, definitely Overcast. And we will. Uh, we got a game Wednesday. I don't know what our plan is yet, but we will be back this week. Yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, thanks so much as well to you guys. And uh, have a good rest of your day. <laughs> Go. Duke. Go Duke.